Welcome to the Arse Bros Friday Arse. Um, Apologise for last weekend. I had family issues, so unfortunately I couldn't make it on. But we're back this week. We've got a big game coming up tomorrow at 12.30. Joining me today, as always, is the smooth criminal down here. Corey, how are we doing, mate? I am good. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. All's good. Also, special guest today, we've got Big Steve. Again, how are we doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad, man. Not too bad. Good. And a very special guest, one of our two watchers. We've got Gary. Don't waste a tweet. How are we doing, mate? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hello, Corey. What's <laughs> up, man? What's up, Gary? Hello, I'm doing good. <laughs> good, good, good. Man. I'm glad to meet you, actually. Yeah. Yes, we got you here. on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, before we go into the Aston Villa game, I did want to talk about the red cards, uh, the last Wolves game. I don't want to really go in too much into the game because I feel like it's been overdone over this last week and a lot of people have been moaning and stuff, but... With David Luiz's appeal getting basically thrown out the window, I just wanted to see how you guys felt about it. So, Corey, I'll start with you first, mate. How do you feel about that? Some bullshit. <laughs> That's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah? It's bad, what isn't the... it, really? Yeah, it's bad. It's like, look, you know, when this was back in the day before VAR, do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, maybe the ref, you know, didn't see it, blah, blah, blah. We have a little moan about it, say the ref is shit. But now we've got all these other people to complain about. We have to complain about the ref. We have to complain about all them fuckers at VAR. Yeah. Uh, I, I just call them the wankers in the van outside the stadium. Yeah, that's because that's what they are. Yeah. yeah. I think they were having a wank when they were... Um, <laughs> Probably. When that happened. Do you know what I mean? They weren't paying attention. <laughs> it was on the hub, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we've got... Obviously, we tried to appeal it. Yeah. And then we've got these other wankers. Yeah. On that whatever panel. Right. That didn't overturn it. So it's just like, it's just wankers everywhere. Do you know what I mean? So um, it's bullshit. I don't know what, like, I've seen it I've, quite a few times now. Yeah, I think quite a few times. Uh, and you saw they were both, you know, running. They were both running at full pace. Um, I didn't even see no contact, really. Yeah. If there was contact, it's forgivable just because of the pace mm. that they were running at. Do you know what I mean? He's not, he's not stuck his foot out on purpose or anything like that. Um, it's just, it, could, it would just be sort of like, you know, a clash of legs. Um, but to actually like give the red, not overturn it. And it's just, it just pissed me off. I'm pissed off about it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same. I felt after watching it over and over again, I felt right. The penalty. Yeah. It, it's probably is a penalty. At the end of the day, it's a clatter in between two people. You can say, yeah, all right. A penalty really for me, it wasn't a red card. I don't feel like it was a red. <clears throat> I felt maybe yellow at best. Yeah, because it wasn't intentional. Because it wasn't, a, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know the rules these days because I keep changing them week in, week out. So, but I assume that if you take the guy out intentionally, being the last man, I felt that's the only way you're going to get a red card. Basically, stopping a goal scoring opportunity. Mm. Where it's something like that, you know, there's a TV screen at the side on the sidelines. You got, like we said, there's the two wankers in the van or one wanker in the van watching the hub in the TV outside, you know, in the van, out, watching the TV outside the stadium. I just don't understand how none of them have seen it. And I think VAI took like literally two seconds to check check the decision. Yeah. So I ain't really talked about this a lot. I ain't even really mentioned it to the guys, uh, to the other Aspros. Uh, not really gone into it, but I think this, I thought, right, I'll leave this. This is going to be my opportunity to say something. 
And that's why I'm saying it. And I think it is a biggest load of shit. Steve, I'll come to you, mate. How do you feel about it? Do you um, feel like it's? Do you feel the same as us, or do you feel it was a red? Um, no, I, I, I don't think it was a red. And honestly, it's an arguable penalty. I was fucking seething on Tuesday. I was honestly, it ruined my fucking night. Like, and it's been a long while since football has done that. What made it worse was the Martial incident in in. Like obviously, we found out yesterday that the the bed Bednarak, his got overturned and he's got you know no red card there, and but fuck it, it's unreal. The the ruling is ridiculous. That you've got that dickhead that was sat in BT the BT studio going over it, saying whatever you know all this new interpretation of the rule and this that and oh it was bollocks. It was he, he didn't it, it, he didn't touch him. Jose touched. Louise, they, there's an angle where people are saying, oh, you can clearly see his, he's clipped his heel. He didn't clip his heel. That is literally on one angle. It's it's like that. So hmm. to you guys, at this angle, it looks like my hands are touching. They're not, you know? So that's that's what's happened. And it's just, well, it was a penalty, maybe, as, as, as Corey said. You can say, all right, maybe it's a penalty. Definitely not a red. And I wouldn't say it was a penalty, considering... Up the other end in the first half, when Willie Bowley went through on Saka, okay, maybe it looked like he got a toe to the ball, but he absolutely bodied Saka. It, as soon as he made the challenge and, and the ball's gone away from Saka, he's followed through with the shoulder and Saka's gone fine like a sack of shit. So how can you give nothing for that, but yet with the David Luiz thing, say that he can't go for the man, he's too close, all this? It was It's bollocks. It's yeah. absolute bollocks. You've been holding that in, haven't you? I have, I have. It's, honestly, <laughs> that's, that's some pent up shoulder stress right there. Just, gone, just not good, man. Not good. And and my first reaction was, I, I was fuming with David Luiz. I thought yeah. you fucking idiot. After the performance on Saturday against Manu, where he was outstanding, he's gone and given. He's gone and done that. And then as soon as I saw it again, I was like, what? Like I was speech. I was absolutely speechless. And you can't put any blame on that guy. No, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, how do you? What do you do? You see anything different? Did you? Did you see it as a red door? I'm trying to see I... if anyone's unbiased here, but everyone's yeah, no, no, really, first... biased. Out <laughs> now, the first time I looked at it, you know, you first watch it live and you see the the Wolves player basically just get shot, and you're like, <laughs> and then you see him fly out, and you're like, Louise, what did you do? Because you. Because you know he can do that. He can he can grab yeah. the player, twist him around, trying to slow him down. Because that's mm -hmm. the first thing I thought when I saw it. I mm -hmm. was like, "Why did he grab him? That doesn't make any sense." You know, no, he hadn't. He wasn't even that close to even touching with his hand. So I'm like, "Okay, so then what happened? So tell me what happened here." And then you look at the replay, and you're like, "They really thought he touched him." I mean, I I think he realized he wasn't going to be able to get a good shot off or something. Because, and then decide, you know what? I'm going to take a fall and see. Mm -hmm. You know. Talking about uh, just you know talking about that Martial penalty, it, why doesn't he get a yellow or something? Because ultimately, the reason why he didn't give the red is because there was no there was no foul there, right? Mm -hmm. He dived. So you know, I, I think can he give a yellow for stuff like that? I don't know, but they should be able to if they can take away the red, because you mm -hmm. know somebody somebody was at fault there, you know. So mm -hmm. I yeah. I, we got punished again. And you know what? Also, I mean, I don't know. I think we saw it coming though, right? I mean, we all know Luis has it in him, you know, and mm -hmm. he got punished this time, but he has it in him to do it. I and, think that's probably know. that's probably what that's probably what it was. I think the ref 
and VAR, like when they when they finished wanking each other off in the van, yeah, they were probably like, do you know what? It's Louise, in it. He probably, I know he don't look like it, but he probably did some shit. He probably did catch him. So you know what I mean. Use the force. Let's, let's, yeah. So let's just give it because it's David Louise. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like I was. I, I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if it was his reputation that got him that red and, and nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I also I also looked at it as, all right, you got a minute left in the game. I always I I, I thought that okay. Tell me, when I looked at the replay multiple times, I was like. Hold, I mean, I thought Holding could have done something better in that situation as well because if he's supposed to be, you know, if we're playing 11 players, all of us are a teammate, we're all a team. If you see one of your teammates go do something stupid, you want to clean up the mess, right? Because he created a mess, Louise, when he, when he, when he took off and left the, left the back line. Holding, I should be able, I think, I always say he should be able to know that his teammate just left him and he's there alone again. It's happened before, right? We saw it in the North London Derby, hmm. you know, Bellerin just took off and left him. Next thing you know, they're coming back on an attack. It's holding, sitting there. He doesn't make any move. He doesn't take anybody out. He doesn't move to the left or the right, and they just go around him. And so I, I, the red, Louise getting too close. Okay. All right. Maybe. But I also felt like there was a little bit of like, you know, come on, can the rest of the team pick him up? Because you know, they know as well that he's good for it, good for something silly. And he did it. So, you know, they, they're not at fault, but I would have liked them to kind of, you know, say, you know what, let's correct this mistake as well, because, you know, it happens all the time. We see Leno do it when somebody messes up. He makes that tremendous save that comes out of nowhere when a player screws up, right? He, made, he uh, you know, he covered that penalty kick in the Chelsea game when we should, you know, we're trying to close out the game. So I think to me, some, you know, I, I always look at, all right, I, you screwed up, but also could your teammates help you out a little bit? I think they could have in this situation, but you know, I don't, I don't know if anybody saw it that way. So, yeah. oh, I, I do agree with you because it's they did basically the defense screwed up because they pushed a high line, so they was asking for someone to run into behind them. That that was a given, you know that that can't be forgiven. You know they should have been watching what they were doing. So I, yeah, I agree with you there, but I think it's more down to the the penalty. It's you know the uh, the actual card itself. I wanted to get into because we everybody knows they screwed up. Yep. In that sense, yeah. everybody knows that. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been chasing back for him, yeah. you know. So he's he's made himself look a tit just for doing that. So yeah, it's uh, and then he's made himself look even more of one, he really. And I agree, I agree with Corey in that respect. It's because it's David Louise, isn't it? You know, is is a given to get a red. The it, ref the ref looked as if he was blowing his whistle before William Jose went through. Which uh, you saying about Holden? I think he must have just thought the game was ending and and on my because I was surprised when obviously it went down for a penalty because on one of my apps on my phone it come up you know first half you know one nil or and I just and the game was still going on I'm like what and then I realized that obviously it's now a penalty what's gone on um but yeah I see loads of tweets saying that the referee had got to blow his whistle a few seconds before like before Jose got the ball so you know who knows maybe maybe the rest of the team switched off I don't yeah. know. But... I think yeah, the Wolves players were definitely in the uh, referee's ear that whole first half. Yeah. I mean, every time you saw the referee, you saw three or you know two to three Wolves players mm -hmm. around him. Basically, I, I guess maybe he wanted to shut him up and say, "Here, take it. Here's your red." Yeah, <laughs> you know, because they were all over him. And you know, that's the one thing I would like our team to do is get in the referee's ear at least to say, "You know what? You know, call it night. Call it both ways, okay? At least call it both ways for me." You know, so. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it, I didn't. I didn't like the red, but 
Hey. There's nothing we yeah. can do now because it's yeah. uh, even it's been it's been thrown out, and it is appeal, which yeah. Uh, I don't know about that one. I don't know if that's just FA being the FA, isn't it, really? Or the Peter, the Referees Association or whatever it is. I ain't got a clue on that one. But we'll get into the second red. <laughs> I've got a theory on this. I reckon he did it on purpose, just because all the all the all, everything this weekend is gonna be on him and Martinez. I don't think Leno could be bothered with that shit. <laughs> he thought, Oh, I'm balling outside the area. Oh. Then I don't have to deal with that shit. <laughs> I'll let someone else nah. have to go. <laughs> nah, no way. No, no. way. Right. He he, he made an absolute howler. Um, the ball bounced at a weird angle. He's obviously gone to jump for it because he thought it was going higher. It hasn't gone higher. He's pulled his arm in. And as he's pulled his arm in, he's just fucking smacked off his fist. Idiot. Idiot, idiot to even be, you know, to be out at that stage like just leave it it's going directly to the corner just just stay in your box like stupid stupid mistake but yeah no no leno and and on you know you're saying about obviously him and up against him and martinez um you know that that would have been as as it is and and ultimately now it's it's who who do we play do we play renarsen or do we play matt ryan we're seeing a lot of news coming out that matt ryan's going to be fit but in fairness to Runison and in fairness to the whole team, after that, you know, we didn't concede. We didn't concede with paper resting goal. We didn't concede with 10 men for most of the game. So luckily, the Leno mistake didn't cost us. Like, didn't really cost us. <laughs> well, but I think, yeah. I think the damage had already been done at that point, yeah. if I'm being honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if Leno, if Leno did that, then you know that the Marie stories are true as well. That we didn't want to pay the million dollars until we cleared <laughs> some of our books, right? And and now he's you now he's healthier to play, right? So, <laughs> well, yeah, no, we'll, I, we will definitely get into the Villa game because yeah, uh, yeah. we'll yeah. De- yeah we'll get into that. I just want to hear anyone else got anything on Leno? Yeah, I mean, do you, do you agree with my theory, Corey? Come on, you've got to agree. You know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just do it. Don't be a I'll humor you. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but if that should that theory not be true, which I it's unlikely, Mike. But if it wasn't true, then my other theory would just be that he was he got caught in two minds. He rushed out, and yeah, it's like what Steve said. You know what I mean? He thought he, if the ball was gonna bounce differently and whatnot, and it didn't go that way. And then you know he ended up hitting it with his hand. Um, sending off. He, we know Leno can sometimes get a rush of blood to the head and and do something. You know when he's got time to think about it. You know Leno is more, uh, you know, uh, a reactive keeper. It's like yeah, he's like he's like a, he's got reflexes. You know what I mean? It's like he's a good shot stopper. But when it comes to things like that, we're sort of like he's got to make a decision. Hmm. That's that's where he's not so hot, and he and he showed it there. But we know what we knew what we was getting with him. We knew, and everyone knew at the club, you know, when it was out of him and Martinez, like, you know, we're going to weigh up and whatnot. Um, but, you know, his shot stopping is so good that we have to sort of allow for things like this. I don't think we were getting back into the game anyway, because I, I was personally a little bit unhappy, even though we was down to like 10 and then nine men. I still, you know, I go back to the days when we had that real sort of winning mentality, that real sort of title challenge mentality. And it's like even when you go down uh, down a man, you don't. It doesn't matter. You go for that 
you go for the point or you go for the three points is that you, it's just to lose under any circumstances is unacceptable. Whereas what I saw there was a very much a mid table team that was like, you know, oh shit, you know, we've, we've, we've got a man sent off. Um, guess that's that, you know, you know, we, we'd be, you know, we would have done well to win this match, you know, with 11 men. Now we're down to them. We've got, we've got as an excuse. So, you know, we're not really going to put that pressure on. We're not going to bust the gut to get the win. Um, and on, some people might say that's unfair, but it's just noticeable. If Man City go a man, a man down and, it, and they've only got to score one goal to sort of get themselves back in the match, they're going to go for it. Mm. If it's a Real Madrid, if it's any team like that, they're going to go for it. We kind of just gave up and I'm, I'm not really feeling that. But, you know, so with Leno going off at that point, I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. But it didn't, it didn't hurt me as much as when David, David Luiz went off. Bit weird, that, isn't it, really, to be fair? I was the same. I was like, oh, what are you doing, you donut? Whereas Louise, when I first, my first reaction was like, Steve, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> You've done it again. Yeah. This is it. This is it. It's like when somebody like cheats in a relationship. It's hard to build that trust again. Because, you you know, she's yeah. going to start going through your phone and stuff. Like, she don't believe you. That you won't do it again. So, when you, so, you know, even when you're, you're not actually innocent, <laughs> you know, people, they're always going to presume the worst. You know, <laughs> no love. I'm not on Tinder. I swear, I'm not. Swearing. Yeah, <laughs> someone's using my pictures. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, on that note, we will get into the Villa game. Uh, obviously, we are going to be without Leno and Louise. Uh, like, uh, sorry, I'm reading from uh, Sky Sports here, so I'm just seeing uh, seeing who's in and who's out. Uh, Matt Ryan could make his debut. It's hit and miss, I think, at the minute. Also, who's going to be out by the looks of things is Kieran Tierney is still going to be out. Sabios and Mari look to be still out. And the thinking that Abamyang could start. I wouldn't start Abamyang though. I'd, I'd stick nah. with Pepe and Saka. Because I think they did well against Wolves on the, you know, in that first half. We was absolutely smashing him in that first half, and them two were brilliant, so I'd probably stick with that pair, partnership for now. You know, there's no point in change. Why, why fix something that's not broken? That That's for me, mm. anyway. Um, so, yeah, well, we'll get into it. Villa, I'll get onto their team news. Wesley is out. Don't Didn't even know he's still playing for him. Uh, and Courtney House, or House, I don't know. <laughs> I'm terrible with names. Uh, a defender unlikely to return, so they've only got two outs at, the, at this moment in time. You know, no one knows what happens in training between now and then. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much about the team news. That's pretty much it for about the team news. Do you think Ryan will start if he's fit? Uh, Gary, I'll come to you, mate. I or do we stick with Runnison? I think Ryan should start if he's. I think he should start and. Uh, an arson. I don't. He scares me. He's almost. He's almost. He's got the uh, Louis Louise complex. I know he's. He's got it in him, and you know what? He's shown it the last two times he's been out. Just when you think he's doing okay, he then just kicks the ball out of bounds. And so I, you know, I don't think he's. I think it, like they said, he's our third goalie, and probably would should have never even been used at all, right? In a season like this, unless we really were down two goalies, but. Yeah, no. Ryan should if he's healthy, then he should play. I think because I think at least mentally he'll he'll know what the game's like. Um, 
And you know, I you know, I think our defense is good enough to pay, you know, to be able to at least help him out. If uh, I don't think Kearney's back, but I saw Maria's back, so if he's if he's healthy, you know, that that should help out because I think we're better. You know, he's played he's better tandem at least when holding so far. So if not, you know, Gabrielle can do it, but you know, he hasn't shown it yet. But I think uh, it's, the goalie's going to need some help regardless of who it is. But I'd rather have Ryan back there because of the experience. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. definitely a fair point. Um, yeah, I've just uh, I've just seen an update on Mari. Actually, apparently he he is fit to play mm, on uh, on something on something out uh, on a different. Uh, I don't know what site it is. Well, anyway, on a different site is his return to full training and is available for selection. Mm. So, yeah, that was on Arsenal I, as well. Yeah, so I, I'd rather have Mari in there than Gabriel. Um, if I'm being honest at the minute, I think Gabriel, I, I just think he needs to come a little bit more back up to speed. He, he seems to have taken a bit longer to come back after his three red cards. Uh, that red card that he had, three-game match ban. It was that, and then he had COVID, didn't he? And then, yeah, that's right, he had COVID, and he was out for, what, three, four weeks? Uh, he's He's been out most of Jan. Yeah. If not all of Jan. Was it, was it not December, the red card? Yeah, it was, yeah. That's what right. Game, was it... Uh, it would Cat. have been the game before Chelsea because Mary came in for Chelsea, didn't he? Uh, Southampton, so that was that was before was Chelsea, it Southampton right? or Burnley, actually. Yeah, they were before Chelsea, before Everton. Games before Everton. Hmm. Uh, I'm just looking at the fixtures here, and I've just seen, yeah, because uh, Mary had a red, came card, in. red card against Burnley, then we had a red card against right. Southampton. Yeah, I would, I mean, I would, I would, I would. I would put Gabriel in just because he's been training. Um, if Mary has had a calf injury and not just a clause in his contract, um, then he's he's going to be rusty as well. And I would I would give him the, the extra week of training, give him some minutes tomorrow. If we're if we're winning, bring him on. Uh, maybe go to you know three at the back. Get him get him some minutes and get him some some running about. Um, I would put Gabrielle in because, uh, you know, I've said on other pods and I've said on this, you know, we can't forget that he was our player of the month, three three months running, and he was outstanding when he first came in at the side. So uh, we're, you know, we, we're in good stead that we now have to choose from three or four, you know, decent performing centre-backs, you know, and I'll include Louise in that because Louise this season, whenever he's played, he's he's played all right. He's, he's done well. So, um, I would I would play play Gabriel and yeah on the goalkeeper front. I think Ryan has to play if he's if he's fit enough to play. And you know I've I've been vocal in in saying that I think you know I think people are being slightly too harsh on Renarsson. You know you look at the stats from last year. Yeah, he was diabolical. Of course, he shouldn't have been brought in as our backup keeper. Of course, but he was. And you know he's not he's not been absolutely awful despite the free kick save against City. Um and you know we've written off keepers in the past Fabianski's Chesney's Martinez's um, hey, let me stop you there Flapianski was terrible yes but <coughs> when he came in as our number two in that FA Cup run he was bloody good he's he was bloody good at Swansea and he was bloody good at West Ham um so you know we've written off keepers in the past that have had you know, Martinez, 7-5, Reading, you know, he was awful that day. And, and I'm not saying that Renarsson is going to be good. I'm not saying that he should be in the squad. But I just think that people are writing him off based on, 
you know, an absolute howler against a very good City side. You know, we put out a weak side in the cup. They put out near enough full strength and they smashed us. And he was unfortunate enough to be playing in goal with his paper wrists. Yes, but um, yeah, I just think, I think, I think people are being a little bit too harsh, writing him off too soon, but also saying that Matt Ryan has to play. You can't put Renarsson up against Villa if Matt Ryan is fit. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Corey, you got anything else you'd like to say? Um, with regards to Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan sounds like Jack Ryan and Jack Ryan is absolute badass. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I would go with him based on that. And I agree with Steve, like with Renarsson, look, we're Arsenal, right? We ain't got no great history of goalkeepers, right? Even our good goalkeepers had mistakes in them, you know? Like Jens Lehmann, right? we could all sort of say he was a good goalkeeper, you know? But sometimes he was a little bit of a liability. He had a, he had a mistake in him, you know? Um, he was a bit erratic, wasn't he, let's face he it. He was a bit erratic, yeah. But we still <laughs> achieved German great... goalkeepers in general, isn't yeah. it? Look at Oli Cohn. Yeah. <laughs> but, we, but we achieved great success with him in goal, all right? So we're used to it. We ain't had really had a goalkeeper that, you know, that didn't have a mistake in them since David Seaman. So, he I, had so a mistake we, in him. He, but he went, he went known for it. Do you know what I mean? Ronaldinho. <laughs> Come on, man. That, was, that, was, that wasn't even, he wasn't even playing for Arsenal. That don't count. No, that was, that was an England game, I'll admit. Yeah. But it happened, it, uh, did it happen again with, I think he did it. In the, he, yeah, in the, yeah. In the, you want Ronaldinho with it, I think. No, it's another guy. He scored from the halfway line. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's look, that's just good play by the by the player. You mm. know what I mean? Spotting him off his line and whatnot. That lot of keepers have been lobbed like that. But, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Some on Renard, like him, like we played. I saw, yeah, against City. You know what I mean? He made a mistake. Cool. All right, whatever. Like we lost four 0 or whatever. It's like it's not. He didn't cost us the game. No. You know what I mean. So I think we are being a bit harsh on him. He's like, he's going to, this is new to him. He is coming to a big team in a big league and whatnot. And the thing with, with goalkeepers is that, you know, mental strength is like paramount, you know, because you are stood there for a lot of the match. Nothing's happening. But if you're an Arsenal goalkeeper, you're usually quite busy. And, you know, you, <laughs> you know you're going to have a lot of shots um, that you're going to have to try and save, you know, a lot of crosses that you have to come for and whatnot. So, He's probably more active now than he's probably been in his career. So, you know, he's still young. He's still kind of like, you know, getting used to things. Whatever. I'm, I'm cool with that. But I do hope that Matt Ryan plays because mm. you can always trust somebody that has a first name as a surname. Yeah. So keep that in mind. All right. Um, yeah. I'll agree with you on there, guys. Uh, Matt Ryan... For me, it's a given because just just because he's played in the Premier League, you know, it makes more sense. I think Runnison still needs time. I'm not going to write the kid off yet. He does make mistakes. Yeah, you know, he made one against Wolves. You know, he kicked out in in for a corner. So it happens. Are you drinking champagne? Obviously. Hey, <laughs> are you? So smooth. No, I'm water. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, it's Friday night, man. Smooth. Friday night. You don't call, you, you call yourself Gooners, yeah? Gooners. It's Friday night. We're playing. Lager, early yeah. tomorrow. We've got early Gooners, tomorrow, it's more yeah. of a lager in the pub, mate. Not 
Champagne. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sorry. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be drinking champagne in the pub. That's that's my style. <laughs> that's his style. Yeah, that's I might go. be drinking it straight out of the bottle in the pub, but you know, <laughs> is it Chris? Is it Chris I'm Diet Coke? Because I'm always fucking skint. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Corey. You, yeah, you you with your Diet Coke. I'll have me lager, and then there's Corey there. Crystal, glug glug. Happy days, you know. No messing. Don't call him smooth for nothing, do we? And then if we win, he's onto the grey goose after. <laughs> of course, yeah. It's got to be a grey goose, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got to be a grey goose, obviously. <laughs> Any other vodka is this not vodka? Uh, I don't know. I have tried some uh, full-on Russian vodka. I, I don't know the name of it. It wasn't <laughs> the ones that we get sent over here. Uh, I used to work in a warehouse where, you know, we had a lot of um, Eastern European uh, people work there. Mm -hmm. uh, and they used to bring back a lot of heavy, hard-hitting stuff. <laughs> the paint it was on. like it was this vodka. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it was vodka or moonshine or something like that. It was, <laughs> oh, mate! <laughs> yeah, Air on your chest. it was good though. It was good. <laughs> you know, a couple of them, you'd be, you'd be on your ass. Yeah, it was good. But yeah, but when it comes to, we can we talk about the actual game now? Yes, go for it. Yeah. Sorry, mate. I, I apologise. I just saw you sipping champagne. I was like, what the... F yeah, you digress. <laughs> yes, it's fine. Right. <laughs> champagne would do that. Go but I think the key <laughs> word the key, the key word here <laughs> in this match is revenge. Yeah. Yeah, revenge. This should that The players should need no motivation for, for this match because they gave us a bit of a spanking last time and they're flipping Aston Villa. Do you know what I mean? They shouldn't be beating us 3-0 under any circumstances whatsoever. Yeah. So that 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 would have been humiliating for the players. I hope they felt it. And I hope they feel now that they're in a much better place. Um, confidence is on a, you know, on a on a in a different place now, on a, on a different level. And they need to go out there and return that favor. Not not one nil, not two one, but they should be looking to inflict pain on the, on these brummies. Yeah, like real pain, and going all um, out. Like, um, yeah, and and we look at their last result against um, West Ham. Yeah, it shouldn't be a hard task. Do you know what I mean? So that's that that that's what I'm looking for. That's what I want to see. Anything anything less, um, I'm gonna be disappointed. I don't want to scrape. I don't want to scrape a win. I want to really pull it on them. I really want to like see a motivated Arsenal in this match. We want pain. Yeah. Yeah. Real pain. Yeah. That. Stone cold stunner pain, BDSM pain, yeah. nipple clamps. <laughs> oh, you know, no. <laughs> I was you going know? like I was going somewhat like relatable, but you just went off it there. I, that's not. I mean, that's not relatable to me, but it, that sounds painful. That's the kind of pain I want to spank them. You want to spank yeah? them? You want spank you want a, you want a studded paddle spanking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly that wooden board. Pow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Staple yeah. Red, red cheeks. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You just remind me of something from a movie. Have you minutes. guys seen Euro Trip? No. No. What? You need to watch it. Uh, anybody who's watching, you need to watch it. It's, it's a classic. It's brilliant. So I'd recommend that to anyone. And it just reminded me something off there, but it'd be pointless me saying because you guys haven't seen it. So it would be pointless. But yeah, hell of a great film. Go watch it. And it just you'll see what... If you remember this moment here, what we've just been saying there, and you go watch it, and you'll see the part that I mean 
where I was saying you just reminded me of something. Okay, I will watch it. It doesn't sound like it's a film that was nominated for an Oscar. But, no, um, no, <laughs> no. It's one of them. It is one of them ones that you you, you don't it was really. Before it, American Pie, wasn't it? It was that yeah. sort of sort of that type of film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. I've heard the name, and I know it's, it's that type of movie, which I do like. It is good. Yeah, it's one of them ones that sort of flew under the radar films, mm. but it's it's brilliant. So I'd recommend it. But yeah. Uh, well, sorry, there's one uh, little comment here from Karen. Why shouldn't they be beating us? Haven't they been in front of us all season? Uh, Steve, do you want to go with that one? Um, yeah, I saw that. I just the thing is they've been front of in front of us all season because we've been shit. <laughs> you know, for for the not not for the last month or so, six weeks. But you know, we started off slowly. We had a lot of issues. You know, going on behind the scenes. That trickled down into the you know into the team and and we weren't good but yes you know Villa okay to their credit have have been a different side to they were last season but also at the same time they are still Aston Villa they are a team that were on the relegation battle six months ago mm-hmm. you know they were they were they were almost relegated when I think they survived by by four or five points was it in the end I yes, can't remember yeah, yeah. um so so that is why they shouldn't have been beating us 3-0 and and up until that 3-0 we we weren't we were poor but we weren't that poor because that was the benchmark where everybody said if we play like this every week we're in fucking trouble mm. like we were poor we were really poor and again I, I said before we went live you know credit to us that our poorest performance this season has been 3-0 you know, when other seasons we've been four, five, six, sevens, you know, we've been absolutely drubbed, you know, drabbed before. And Villa, you know, they put seven against Liverpool and that was Liverpool with Van Dyke. <laughs> you know, that was before Pickford, you know, saved saved the league. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, so I, I, get, I get that they've been in front of us all season, but at the same, you know, on paper and in reality they're not a team that should be beating us 3-0. So, um, yeah, that's that. And I think, I think, yeah, we've got to go out there. We've got to, we've got to start how we started against Wolves. We've got to press from the front. We've got to push high. We've got to really get in their faces because they haven't got a brilliant, they haven't got brilliant defence. Um, they've got some, some good players on the counter-attack, but that that's, that's all they've got. That's all they've got. They're not, they're not a fantastic side, really. Um, in reality, are they more hungry? Uh, possibly, you know, to, to prove a point that, you know, maybe they, they were thinking last season that they were better than the position that they finished in. And and they came out this season and, and they showed that. They made a couple of good signings. Obviously, Martinez, Ollie Watkins. Um, I think Watkins. Ross Barkley on loan. Ross Barkley on loan. You know, they, they've got some players in that, that have done well. So they might be more hungry. They may have a point to prove. And... And I, I think the fact that their their form has tailed off a little bit goes to show just how little the big boys were expecting them to perform. You know, you go up against a team like that, and a lot of the time teams are complacent, so they don't expect it. And when a team like that does come out and and go, you know, hell bent for leather, then they you get some shocks. And and I think we were one of them. Liverpool were one of them. Um, it's the same with Leeds, it's the same with Sheffield United last season. Teams don't play against it, you know, new teams to the league, new teams when they get new players. Sometimes they 
they surprise you. So I don't know. I, I think we'll win. I do think we'll win. Um, but we've yeah, we've got to we've got to do it. Just don't change anything that we've been doing in recent weeks. If anything, just give it more. And I think no, it's yeah, it's a fair point, mate. To be fair, like you say, we haven't been bad. We have been on a run, uh, obviously before Wolves. Uh, yeah, we did have, we did have a, quite a big run there. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't brilliant. It wasn't shot, you know, shockingly amazing or anything. But it was it was a run on the end. You know, it's we, we would have lost. We would we would we wouldn't have lost to Wolves if we did get a man sent off. No, no, like they were they were they were lucky not to be like three down before that sending off. So yeah. I, I liked I liked how we looked. I, and Matinho only took that shot because we were level. Matinho yeah. only took that shot because it was one-one. If they weren't yeah. one-one, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have had the Yeah, he wouldn't have risked it. No. He wouldn't have had the confidence to do that. So that's things like that change the course of games and it changes players' mentality. So we would have we would have beaten them, and we would just and you know we would have continued a nice little run. So mm. I, I, and I feel I you know I don't feel like the players would have even though like I said I felt like they kind of like gave up because we went you know a man or two down. There, I think they would have sort of been like, even some of us fans were sort of like, all right, let's forget this game. While the game was still going on, let's forget yeah. it. On to the next yeah. one. And I think that's what they're ahead. So this is the next one now. This is where you make up for it. This is where it's like, you know, you drop points um, against one Midlands team. Now it's time to like absolutely punish the other. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. yeah. And like I said, they just lost the, they just, Villa just lost at home to West Ham. West Ham obviously on a good run right now so a team that's in confident that's that's feeling confident and you know should be able to do, sort of deal with Aston Villa you know the response to the tweet is like yeah you know they're above us but yeah we have been shit this is not our true this is not a reflection of our quality it's a reflection of the type of season that it's been and the form um that we've been in but if you know our team is not as shit as our, our league position suggests so let's just handle business yeah, yeah, I agree. And obviously, looking at the teams and stuff, we have got still quite a few available. Like I said earlier on, do we stick with Pepe and Saka on the wings? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Look, Pepe is he's come alive um, last couple of games. Uh, you don't, I, I you know, because Arteta wound me up when you know um, Lacazette went on little, you know, scored a couple of goals, and then he dropped him. And I was like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Look, you ain't Pep and we ain't Man City. You can't afford to drop players that are in form, right? Because I'm bringing another guy that's also in form. We, mm. we, we don't have that luxury. So don't do it. Don't, you know I mean, I don't know why you do things like that, but stop. When a guy's building up some momentum, you keep starting them. I don't care who's on the bench. I don't care, you know, who they are. You know, you play when, when, they, when they're in form. So... You know, even even though I love Martinelli, and and I, even though I, I I'm aware of like how good Abamyang is, especially when he's in form, it's like look, just keep riding that Pepe wave because we need him to like come good, and we need him to have a good run of games where he is he's consistently good, and then hope that it sticks, and then he just makes that his level yeah. going forward. You know, because we've spent a fuckload of money on him, we know we overpaid. But we know that we've also got a talented player there. We know about him. We know he's probably, in terms of ability, he's probably got the most ability at Arsenal Football Club mm. in terms of natural talent, you know. So us seeing him as he's been, it's, it's been down to his confidence 
and it's been down to his his coaching and it's been down to the team's confidence. So as all of these things seem to be on a better level right now, then play him. And you, oh. and you want, and Saka on the right, I feel like that's his position now. I don't really, mm. as that's, we've seen a bit, he can, he can assist and shoot with his right foot. You know, he could come inside on his left foot. Um, he's, it just, it makes sense for him to play in that position. Cause I think you get all the best parts of Saka him playing on the right. So I think Pepe, like that's it. Your, your time on as a right winger at Arsenal is done. Um, keep Saka there. And let these guys battle it out for that that left that left forward spot. No, that's a fair point. So I was just about to say, um, switching Pepe on the left, it's uh, giving him a bit of a new lease of life, hasn't it? Really, more uh, than anything. Uh, Steve, how, how what do you think to them? To um, I was going to add in as well. Do we play Erdegaard or Erdegaard, whatever his name is? <laughs> no, uh, not yet. Or, or do we leave him on the bench and leave Smith Rowe? We keep Smith Rowe. We bring Odegaard on for some minutes at the end. Um, mm. Regardless of the score, I think you bring him on. Um, and and yeah, I, I think Pepe deserves to stay there. Aubameyang, uh, you know, unfortunately, yeah, okay, he came on in shitty circumstances on the on on Tuesday. Um, but you keep Pepe. You give Aubameyang again minutes off the bench providing you know it's the right sub to make um and yes weirdly though i I was just thinking when when Corey was saying obviously saka is supposed to be naturally a left midfielder absolutely tearing up and probably performing better than he was on the left on the right and pepe has gone over to the left where everybody said oh he can't play left he can't play on the left and he's he he looks so much better And, and and oddly in the europa league I was I was thinking that with Pepe, he he did look as if he he was more of a threat on the left hand side, and I don't know I don't know what it was. I don't know whether it was just the fact that um, I, just, I don't know. I can't even can't even <laughs> put think, my finger on it. I, like, th- I think he it makes better on the left. I think it makes him less predictable. Yeah, I think he gets, I think because he, gets he can't little... just turn onto his left foot and shoot. Yeah, because if he, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. Might, it might be so that. As, a, de- as that. a defender, if I'm if I'm marking Pepe and yeah, he's on the right, then I'm like right, he's left footed, so we kind of know where he's going to be. He's going to prefer to shift the ball, mm. and sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he does try to sort of you know sort of take it onto his right, or whatever. But he's not usually successful that way. He's just a little bit slower. He's not as as mm. sharp. Whereas when he's on the left, I'm a bit like, okay, what's he going to do? Is he going to try to cut inside? Is he going to cross it? You know, I'm I'm still a bit unsure. So when I he mean, does... I, I think, sorry, I, th- I think he crosses better on the left-hand side because obviously he's, he's, he's swinging, yeah. swinging inwards. Yeah. Um, and, and that was one of his main criticisms on the right-hand side. You know, people would say, oh, he can shoot with his left, he can shoot with his left, he can't cross a ball. And that's probably because he was crossing from the right-hand side, in fairness. Yeah. You know, yeah. one, it, you know, you watch any highlight reel or, or if you've seen him in any any game, you know, the, the season he was at, he was at, um, at Lille, he, he never crossed. He just ran at them. He didn't yeah. need to cross. Like, yeah. so... But obviously, we're in a team where we're saying, "Oh, we've got to get balls in the box. We've got to do this." And and you know, credit to Bellerin as well. I think he's been in better form, and he, his his delivery's got better this season. Um, 
I don't think you need Pepe crossing. So the fact that we've been able to switch him over onto the left and also have that extra man in Saka that, that can deliver a ball, can score a ball, can come inside, you know, tracks back if Bellerin does bomb forward. The balance is just so much better with Pepe out there on the left. 100%. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So um, I want to I see it continue. Mm. Definitely. He, well, he's, a, he's a player that excites me and, uh, you know, let's, let's play him. Yeah, mm, I, I agree, and this is what I said that uh, this is what I said at the start. You know, when we first started talking about Villa and Pepe and Saka, don't fix something that's not broken. There's no need to. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's working, leave it, let it carry on. As much as I love Martinelli, if Pepe's playing well, leave him. Don't don't chop and change when there's no need to. Um, there's another thing I wanted to come into before we finish the show up um, is. We're coming up to the Europa League in a couple of weeks. Without going into the Benfica talk, I was going to say more into the lines of, do we concentrate on the Europa as well as the league? Or do we concentrate on one and not the other? Corey, I'll come to you on that one first, mate. Okay. I think the Europa has to be a priori Okay. And I was actually having a conversation with my good mate, Dan Potts. And um, I say, when when we say that, I, say, I think some people get it confused when we say like, look, we have to go all out for the Europa. That doesn't mean that you don't make an effort in the, the league matches. But when you're playing those league matches, you know, you have to sort of have it in the back of your mind. We've got a Europa game coming up. I'm not necessarily going to go 100 percent 100 miles per hour till, till i'm exhausted so that i'm burnt out for the europa game you kind of you have to hold something back so what we need to do like in the league matches if it you know is is um pick the right team and also with the players you know let's try and get games won early and so that we can sub make substitutions a little bit earlier than we normally would or you can take your foot off the gas a bit if you go like a couple goals up you can take your foot off the gas a bit and not exhaust yourself <laughs> in those matches. Yeah, I think that's the approach that we need to take because the Europa League is very important. It's very winnable for us, I think, this year, especially if they're, they're going to do away with the two legs and it's just going to be neutral ground, one leg knockout. Um, I think that we can do something and it's our obviously our most realistic route back into the Champions League. And I do think that we've got a squad that can do it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly my thinking, mate, in that sort of sense. Um, Gary, just to bring you up to speed, mate, um, we're just talking about games, uh, Europa League games. What my question was is, do we concentrate on one or the other or do we concentrate on them both? But as Corey was saying, not give 100% into the league, but try and win the games. Is that what you're saying, Corey? But yeah, make basically, sure we basically go made, all out in the Europa. Yeah, make sure you've got it in your mind that yeah. Europa game's coming up and they're very important and you need to save a little bit for those games. Well, yeah. And what my thinking on that is, just sorry, Gary, just before I bring you in, mate, I agree with you there completely okay. because we are currently, what, we're nine points off top four at this moment in time. You know, there is a lot of games to come in between them, but it's... It's an uphill struggle to get into that top four position. I know the league's up and down. I know teams are up and down at the minute. It's still an uphill challenge. 
Whereas if, you know, with a Europa, you've got two legs of one team, then you'll have two legs of another team and two legs of another team, and then you move on to the final. So, Gary, how what's your thinking on that, mate? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we should go for the Europa. I mean, I think that's where we are right now. We have... I don't... I think we can put more into the Europa than we can into the league, I think. Because uh, it, it, if it's one-offs, if it's, you know, home and away, I think, you know, we can give it all we, we, we want in those games and get something out of it. The league games, I mean, I don't... I think we're far from getting, I mean, you know, getting punished, you know, and dropping too far down in the league if we don't... if we're not able to bring everything to every game. But I think we actually have a structure that we don't have to go out in all these games, we can slow things down if we want to ourselves. I mean, I think we can do that. If we go three at the back, we can slow things down, you know, and uh, I think we're, we're, we're better suited to do that now than we were earlier because we got a little bit more youth. So if we do get the counter, I think we can punish people. So, you know, I, I think Europa is where we go. I mean, a trophy, everybody said, you know, whichever trophy or top four uh, trophy, especially if you're in it. I mean, we've given up already two, two cups. Let's not give up this one. If we, you know, mm -hmm. we can't, if Benfica is better than us, then we gave it a chance. But I think we, I think we're decent enough that we should be able to make a move in uh, that, in that tournament. So, mm -hmm. yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah. Silverware is always nice. And yes. Top, top four don't give you a trophy. Yeah. And you know what? It'll give us the experience that we need. If we're talking about we want to be a team that is a top four, then you need to be able to compete in these types of tournaments in the European mm -hmm. tournaments where you're traveling and all of that. So it's only going to help us. You know, by being able to go deep and deep into this, to this, uh, to, into the Europa. So, if that's where we want to go, that's where we should. That's what we should do. We want to. He wants to be in the Champions League. So, this isn't the. <laughs> I mean, the league's probably better, but it's too long. It's too many games. But, uh, I, you know, that's. I'd say let's go get a cup. Let's go get a cup. You know, it's always nice to have silverware. Yeah. Steve, you're thinking, mate. Yeah, I. You know, the club club have made it clear that the objective is to get. Champions League and at this point in time the most realistic route into the Champions League is to 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 go go through the Europa um yeah I just see that Benfica are generally a good side but at the moment they're on a poor run of form they've got a lot of issues with you know COVID throughout their squad um they drew tonight on a game they should have won uh fuck my <laughs> fuck my bet up <laughs> one team um they're yeah they're they're not an Atletico. They're not a, you know, a Bayer Leverkusen or whoever it is we've played in in previous years when the Champions League sides have dropped down. Um, we may still, you know, encounter that somewhere further along the line if we do get past them. But as as Gary was saying, this they're the sort of teams that you that you need to be beating and need to be competing against if you do want to be consistently getting in the top four in the Premier League anyway. Um, I would take I would take a top six finish at this point. Um, I mean, as you say, top four doesn't get you a trophy, um, but top four does get you into the Champions League, which is the club's object objective. But as a fan, we want you know we do want silverware. We do want those you know those those evenings where or mornings <laughs> where where we're watching a final. You know, so yeah, I th I think there's no reason why we couldn't couldn't win the Europa League again. You know, the draw may not be lucky to us if as i say if we do get through and and we may look at you know look at a, a game that may may come and say oh you know that's going to be tough and if we lose we say well you know that's you know that's that and then you aim for that top six and you say right we go again next year to the europa league 
but we're in a better position next year. Um, I think with the players that have gone out and the business that we're expecting to do in the summer, we'll be in a much better position to say, well, actually, we go again with the Europa and we go, you know, we go hell-bent on getting top four because this season we've, we've shown already, even with the squad in the, you know, in the state that it's in, that we can beat anyone on our day. You know, we can beat the Chelsea's, we can beat the Man United's, you know, City, okay, maybe not so far, but, uh, you know, Liverpool are not unbeatable. They're not, you know, an unbeatable force and neither are City. So, we, you know, I'm I'm not too I'm not too bogged up, bogged down in <laughs> in this whole top four. You know, is the Bill or Endel? Um, it would be nice, but it's it's highly. I don't think it's realistic at, at this stage because the teams above us do have games in hand. The teams above us are playing better. Um, the teams below us, even you know that we've got to go and play again, are also playing well. Your Brighton's, your you know your Wolves. Um, Leeds, I think they are Leeds above. I don't know. I haven't looked at the no, table. Leeds are below us, mate, but they have yeah. got a game in hand. But we face but, them next weekend. Yeah, but but you know, so but what I'm what I'm mainly getting at is that even you know you you've got to have a lot of other things go in your favour to get top four at, at this position. Um, and the only you know the thing with the Europa League and that route into the the Champions League is it's all down to you. You haven't got to rely on other people. You haven't got to rely on other teams dropping points and this, that, and and everything else. You just turn up on the day, play as best as you know, best as, uh, best that you can, and and hope to hope to get through. So. Hope to God we get through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll definitely end it there. Um, it's been great having you guys on, Gary. I know you've got a YouTube channel out now, have you not? Or uh, something going on? Yeah. By all means, mate, get it posted. I'm sure people will get onto it, mate. It is a good show. I have watched it. Yeah, so it's DWTT is the uh, the channel. If you type in DWTT Arsenal, you'll find it. I, right now, I've got one segment that comes on right after the well, after the game called My Five, where I kind of pick five guys and highlight kind of how they did in the game, kind of just from my view. And, uh, yeah, so I'll try and build from there, but I'm starting small. <laughs> Yeah. That's we all start small, mate. Me and Corey, <laughs> we started, didn't we, mate? And uh, we're, we're getting there, aren't we? Like I say, we've got one of the viewers on. The other viewer, <laughs> yeah, we've got a couple, of, a couple of extra viewers in. So thank you very much, guys, who's joined us yep, in the chat. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, just like look, viewers, you know, you might get on. So you know, keep we watching. <laughs> we might randomly select one of you to come on. <laughs> drop me a line. Drop me a line. Anyone? <laughs> by all means. <laughs> Plenty. We don't. We cater to everyone, don't we, Corey? To be fair, mate. Everyone. 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 Where's the ladies at, though? You remember I said that last time? We might gonna do my um my own have my own little show. Oh, smooth, smooth, Corey's Saturday night. Yes, Saturday night smooth. Yeah, exactly. Saturday I'm, night smooth with Corey. Yeah, drinking champagne. Do you know what I mean? Have a <laughs> chocolate fire behind me. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, ladies, let's talk Arsenal. Let's talk. Let's talk balls. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> like I say, he's drinking. He's drinking his champagne, guys. It's it all or nothing now. You know, it's there, yeah. isn't it? I'm just, <laughs> next podcast. Next time we're on Friday. Uh, next Friday, we'll have some light jazz music in the background coming from Corey. Bit of Louis Armstrong. And then then you, there you go, mate. 
that's that's when you know it's going down for Saturday night show. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2021, yeah. man. Let's change up the vibe, you know. This is it, yeah, mate. Get rid of the metal yeah. and yeah, yeah. Gets, yeah no more chance, no more chance, just Louis Armstrong and Barry White. You know, I'll tell you what, I'll see, if I can, I'll see if I can find it. And what I'll do is for one one show. The Friday show that I come on that uh, that <laughs> you'll see in a bit, I'm going to get some smooth jazz or something on it. Uh, entry and uh, uh, on the way out as well. <laughs> I'm, so I'm with it. We're going for it, are we? Yeah, yeah. No, we're, doing, we're doing it. We're doing it. Right. Thank you, guys. Gary, thanks right. for joining thank us, you. mate. Steve, as always. Thank you again to everyone in the chat. We will be back uh, next Friday where hopefully we won't be seeing a Valentine's Day massacre on the Sunday. I had to get that in. Because we do we do play on Sunday. Uh, as dramatic uh, as Valentine's Day against Leicester. Oh, Christ. Yeah, let, let, <laughs> let's not go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> we don't need that right now. <laughs> we're, we're looking for a win. We need a win. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Oh, predictions. Steve? 2-1. 2-1. Gary? 3-1. Uh, 3-1. Corey? 3-1. Oh, I, thought gone, I thought you would have gone 3-0, mate. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted, that's what we should be doing. Yeah, yeah. But two things are going to happen. They're, they're going to score, and Martinez is going to pull off a couple worldy saves. We all know it. Or is the pressure going to get to him? Huh? Or is the pressure going to get to him? No, no, no. He's going to pull off a couple worldy saves, and just so all those Martinez cunts <laughs> that, you know what I mean, like that will make up all their noise when he left. Yeah, they're going to have their voice again. Trust me, he's going to pull off something and you'll be like, what the fuck? How did he get to that? 100%. That's my prediction. That's my prediction. Yeah, 3-1. I was going to, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go 3-0. Screw it. I'll, I'll go for it. 3-0 <laughs> to the Arsenal. I'm going for it. it. It needs to happen. We need some payback. Yes. It's got to be. Uh, to everyone who has been watching, uh, please like and share us on uh, YouTube. Like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, it, it's much appreciated. Again, go to Gary's show on youtube dwtt is it dwtt guna it's just this dwtt but uh arsenal if you add arsenal to it it'll come up that's the yep. first thing that comes up so oh, top of the charts there mate <laughs> there you go you've only just started in the top of the charts can't argue <laughs> so, yeah please go to his show please again go like and subscribe it's well worth it again thanks guys and we'll Thank catch you. you next week Ladies. I love that theme music. <laughs> <laughs>